Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Taking Care of Business. This week, I'm actually going to be handing over the hosting to Cameron Hutchinson, our recruitment director, who did such a good job last week. I think you made a joke of that. You're, you're back on and back in control. Uh, this, this week, we're going to be going over the data that we saw in July in the property market. Just to put it out there quickly before we do start, all the data we talk about can be found on Data Hub, which is a new uh, feature on our website where you can get an overview of the market, but then also segmented down by communities. So whether you're a homeowner and you want to know what your property's worth in terms of what else is, is transacting in the area, or if you're a buyer and tenant and want some guidance on any potential offers you might be making, then please visit Data Hub um, on the website where you'll be able to, as I say, find out a lot more. Okay, so over to you, Cam. Like I say, we're going to be talking about July property market data. And well, the, re the, to... report, the report got um, launched this week, right? And the yep. first thing I want to say is that um, from a consistency perspective, much like the podcast, we celebrated 100 episodes recently. Um, it's really nice to see continued information being punted out to market because certainly from a recruitment perspective, people will always say, oh, I saw your report. Oh, I like the fact that this is happening or they'll reference it on an interview. So from the continuity perspective, I personally uh, love it. And yes, of course, we're here to... That's a big credit to Aline. You just sat off, off camera there for the <laughs> hard work she puts in every month. And, and actually some of the figures within, um, one thing that, that jumped out to me immediately was the fact that there's been a 56% growth compared to last July to this July. What do you put that down to? It's, well, it's, it's a huge growth. It's the population figures. I think there was a, the report out a couple of weeks ago, the population's increased by 50,000 people. Bloomberg put a report out about hedge fund managers coming over to Dubai. And they're really interesting, and I would say good stats uh, and good to know because it's a 56% increase in terms of a, a summer month. And I think most people's perception is that summer months quieten down, there's, there's not that much going on and et cetera, et cetera. So, I think it just shows the, the popularity of the city at the moment and what an attraction the city is to, to so many different people. Well, you called it something on your social media, and I forget what it was, but something about summer slow. You said, is it summer slowdown or... Is it hotting up? Hotting up or summer slowdown, fine. Easy play on words. No, but, <laughs> clear, but clearly it's not Clearly, it's not slowing down, yeah, is it? No. Um, and even in the summer, and <laughs> actually, I posted a photo the other day because somebody said, oh, Dubai is really quiet over the summer. It is quieter, but it's not quiet. The Dubai Mall was full. Yeah, and I think... I think Quite a few people are getting annoyed this year because there are they, some they expect, yeah, yeah. You expect the summer. Oh, I can just walk to the mall. It'd be quiet. Get a nice table in a restaurant. No. With the commute to work, won't be that bad. But it's exactly the same. I actually think it's it's, and in some respects, we as residents probably get a bit complacent. Yeah, we think it is going to quiet down. We've got more time, but no, definitely it's um, it's not. Why do you think more people are coming to Dubai? Because definitely population um, is up. I don't know the exact um, figure, but it's definitely increased, right? Yep, so population, um, I think the first six months of the year was up 50,000 uh, by 50,000 people. Mm -hmm. So by a, by a huge jump, really, I think that there's many reasons. I think we're seeing a lot of uh, wealth coming in from all over yep. the world for for many reasons. I, we're talking off camera, and it's not a much mentioned one, but just the safety and the cleanliness of the city. You, yeah. There's a lot of high profile, high net worth individuals from London, for example, who've said they like to come to Dubai. And I, I know maybe it sounds a bit glib, but because I can wear a nice watch walking down the street, I don't have to worry about it. But that quality of life is, is yeah. a big important. I mean, let's not get away from it. You've got the, the tax implications of living and residing in Dubai, especially for big business owners. I think the UK with Brexit on the back of furlough schemes and COVID, mm -hmm. I don't think they, 
economic outlook is is maybe that favorable for, for business owners or high net worth individuals. And I think the same for probably across Europe. So a lot of people come from the US, as the report says, there's a lot of Australians coming in now, a lot of people coming over from Egypt. So, But surely that tax relief, sorry to interrupt, but surely that tax relief on people's earnings actually transcends down into the property market because there is tax relief for property investors. If you bought a property today to rent it out, you're not paying any tax on rental income, right? Yeah, so we're having a lot of Irish investors coming over as well, actually. Mm. Obviously, we've got Finta now, head of uh, developer sales, but the, the the rules in Ireland change, and the rules in the UK have slowly, over the last 10 years, it's become harder and harder to have buy-to-let properties in the UK for like red tape, but again, mm. tax implications, and I think people get more taxed more in the UK now than they, they did 10 years ago, so... Yeah. Like I said, there's a whole host of reasons from the cleanliness and the safety to financial aspects of why people want to come over. And again, I think it's a much overlooked one, but just the optimism of the city. 100%. I've just been back to the UK and I'm not one of these people who hates the UK. I love the UK and it's so nice seeing all family and friends, but you realise that everywhere, that the, 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 whilst I say Dubai is, an op- Dubai is an optimistic place, the UK is a pessimistic place. I think there's a lot of people who look on the downside of like... Yeah. Do you feel like when you go back, or even when you're speaking to people back in the UK, you have to downplay how good Dubai is? Yeah. Because you don't want to, I don't really know what the word is, but you, you don't want to come across as being a bit of a... Do you know what, Cam? I don't know, a, a wide boy. Or a, I don't really know what the word is, but I feel like sometimes you have to downplay it because actually it is really good here yeah. and it's not so good in other parts of the world. Do you know when I was back, people just, you, know, you meet people and ask, how's work going, blah, blah, blah. I'd say to people, hey, it's going really well, thanks. And the look of surprise on people's faces because they're just not Trump. used to someone saying, yeah, yeah. well, actually, yeah, it's, it's okay. Not the usual, oh, it's rubbish and the manager this and the hour and this, that and the other, which there's negatives in every job. I'm sure we could both sit here and say, oh, yeah, but this in the job and oh, I had to work till half eight last night and no, this, that and the other. But, you know, but we don't because we're, no. we're optimistically minded and we, I think that, do you, not think the press has, do, you not pre- do you not think the press has something to do with that? Yeah. Because we don't really have, I mean, we do have press, but it's not negative press here. And actually, some people don't really like that because they like to get a well-rounded view. For me personally, I'm in this little microcosm of positivity. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I don't check in and see what's going on around the world, but that positivity, it just creates more positivity, attracts more positive people. And actually, I think the way that we run, I say we, but the way the country is run... People want a slice of the action, right? 100%. And to bring it, it back to the report a little bit, to just to tell you how many people are, um, are wanting a slice of that action at the moment, tenant registrations in, Dula- in Dubai in July up 129%. Buyer registrations, let me just flick through this so I get the, the, accurate, um, the accurate figure for you. Buyer registrations up 139% year on year. Yeah. So... For all the points we've mentioned and probably more, there's a lot of interest and there's a lot of people actually in July, which again, we always say seasonality is a mentality, which is to a larger extent, but it can, it can be quieter in July, mm. but not this year. There's a, there's a lot of people who are actively inquiring, wanting to rent or buy properties. Well, we're actually saying that buyer and tenant registrations are both up. It's not like one is up and the other is down. Yeah. Both are up significantly as yeah. well. Wow. Rental demand then, it's through the roof, obviously, and it's linked with the fact that, as we said earlier, the population um, has increased, but interesting to see that some of the average letting prices are down. Yeah. In some areas. So it's villa townhouses, which predominantly make up 
um, those figures. And again, I'm just scrolling through to, to get the exact figures for everyone. So compared to June, there was a 28.6% decrease in terms of the average letting price, which is, is month on month. And maybe it, it's not so much apples for apples. 4% was a year-on-year -year decrease, so, so more, more, more of a marginal. But what I, what I would link to this figure is a 66.7% increase in transactional volume. Mm. So, so we're putting a lot more figures into, into those averages. So I don't think it's as such your five-bedroom villa in Arabian ranches has gone down by 28%. I think what we're seeing, and this is more anecdotal from talking to our agents and looking on social media message groups and his whole moving over, my wife and my husband and kids and what are good schools, has anyone got any advice? Yep. It feels like more families are moving over than ever before. I think Dubai of five to 10 years ago was more individuals or couples moving over and then they would maybe have a family here. Yep. It was less, there were families moving over, but just a lot less so than it appears now. So what I think we're seeing as well is the continued rise of the suburbs. So the family's moving over, like with all of us when we move over, you're on a budget until you get going. Yep. They're not renting the five bedroom villa in Arabian ranches. They go into further out communities, which are incredible and the facilities are superb, but you likes of Town Square, uh, the Mac Hills too, yep. et cetera, et cetera, where the rental price, the rental price uh, is lower. So coming back to the data hook, this is what we're trying to do with the website is allow people to get more of a segmented view of the market because it is difficult to talk in. Hmm. We're talking now because we've got 10, 15, 20 minutes to, to give an overview of the market. We can't delve into every community. No. But we, we do have to have more community by community focus because, it, again, it's not that, as I said, your five-bedroom villa in Ratchet has gone down by 28% in a month. It's, it's definitely not the case. But it's not because the values have decreased, actually. Or is it? I don't think so. I think it's more that such an increase in transactions that there's a lot more figures to be put into the, the average pot. However, what I would say is, I don't think prices have decreased. I think they've slowed down a little bit on the yeah. rental side, which I'm sure is refreshing news for tenants, but might be welcomed. I also think it's welcome for landlords. Yeah. Because Ooh, I know that's interesting. Right. Yeah, counterintuitive maybe, but obviously a landlord would love the rents to go up year on year forevermore, but that's not how the world works. And if, if they go up too much too quickly and never stop, there's just a bigger chance of a, a big blow off at mm -hmm. some point. So really from a landlord's point of view, yeah, we all like to get more more return on investment, but you've got to have a balance to it because otherwise I, I would see that there'd be more danger of a, of a big drop off. And from a landlord's point of view, you probably want more consistency and stability in the market than too many sharp up and downs. Well, surely a slight adjustment in the market means that the market is stable. If we've got high peaks and low troughs, actually that's not a good place to yeah. be. So if the, if the prices are adjusting slightly, it shows stability. Surely for other people around the world coming here to see a stable market is also attractive. Yeah. And investors as well. Oh, yeah. Like, cause in Dubai we have like local, local investors a bit, I don't mean as in, um, I don't know if I should say this term, but a lot of people refer to Emiratis as local. I don't mean like yeah. local investors as Emirati investors. I mean, no, but locally based. Dubai, locally based yeah. uh, investors. But Dubai also attracts a lot of foreign, uh, foreign direct investment. So people investing in Dubai from overseas also want to see a stable market and yet have the, the confidence to invest. So it's not, not the worst. Stability or slight cool down isn't the worst news in the world for anyone, really. Do you feel like that's what the market's doing, though? It's slightly cooling? Even though transactions are up, attract, like people sorry, being attracted to Dubai, numbers are up, migration is up. Would you still say that's a slowdown? I would say, I wouldn't say slowdown as much. I'd see it. I'd, 
like some of the price areas are downward now, let's mm. put it that way. So there, okay. is, there is maybe a, not a cooling off on the market, but maybe a cooling off in the percentage of increase of price. I think most people out there will still see prices increasing, but maybe over a 10-month a, a period, a, a three-month period, a six-month period, we would have had a 10% increase. Yep. Maybe there's now a 5% increase. So it's not like the market's cooling, it's coming down. It's just maybe not as accelerating in the same level. Well, it's just that adjustment, right? Stability. Yeah. One thing I picked up on, um, and it, it's something that we've spoken about a few times um, off camera and, and in training sessions, but there is a massive portion of the transactions that we do sub 3.5 million yeah. dirham. Now for the people watching this, 3.5 million is still 700,000 pounds. Yeah. It's a lot of money, but in Dubai, actually 3.5 million dirhams is not very much money. It's yeah. considered beginner. Yeah, we're putting it in, yeah. in relative terms, of course, and, and that's how we have to talk about it. So yeah, I think 75% of the market is under 3 million. 87.35% of the market is under 5 million. So again, like you just said, Dubai, that's relatively affordable, which again, I think it's a mental barrier to say that, but it's a yeah. million pounds is a relatively affordable. <laughs> Entry level. <laughs> but but it, it kind of is. Mm. Uh, maybe the 3 million is more relatively affordable, but a million pounds, if you're buying a, a property at a million pounds in the UK, yep. it's like, wow, you, you've made it yeah. in life. Like you're... You're at the top of the tree in whichever town or village you're yep. in, really, to be buying at that level. In Dubai, look, you're still incredible. You're doing incredibly well, and you're successful. <laughs> but there's much bigger trees out there. If we, we're going to use that analogy, so yeah. But so the reason to paint it in this light, anyway, is that most of the activities in the relatively affordable segment of the market, so yep. we hear the headlines. We hear 420 million dirham deal, 200 million dirham deal, 150 there, 325 over here. That takes all the attention and the headlines. And well, they're just market. They're just headline grabbing, right? Yeah. 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 But actually, normal, again, yeah, for what we say here, but normal average folk moving to Dubai, which is the majority of what we're actually seeing moving to Dubai, they're buying, they're and renting. A stat linked to this, which is in the report, mortgage transactions have increased 39% year on year. Yeah. So again, it's more, it's not that oh, there's a big cash influx and it's a big bubble and, and blah, blah, blah. A lot of people, a lot of more people than ever are taking mortgages, and most of the activities are the, the more, the end of the market. Well, I would say people are moving into houses to live, mm. not investments or so the mega wealthy and etc. etc. It's end users moving into property, taking a mortgage, uh, and they're going to live there. And we've made the point on the podcast before. If you drive down any street now in any established community, it feels like there's renovation works going on yeah. in a villa, which yeah. again is a good sign because people are are laying down their longer-term roots here rather than thinking, oh, we'll probably be here a couple of years and we'll, we'll be moving home, so we won't do too much work. Yep. Now it's, well, we're going to be here for five or 10 years. Let's do the bathrooms. Let's do the kitchen. Let's put that extension on. Like in anywhere else in the world where people buy property with a bit of a... a but you've seen... I, I think we've definitely seen a, a general increase in the number of businesses specialising in that type of work. And actually, if we think about Allsop and Allsop High Maintenance, that was born out of the back of people wanting to maintain their properties more so than perhaps before when you would move here and you'd do the whole, I'll stay for two years, I'll rent somewhere, it doesn't really matter, and then I'll move. Now people are thinking, well, I want to knock that wall down. I want to extend. I want a new kitchen. I want a new bathroom, which surely, again, just goes back to this whole um, establishment of the market, right? Rather than just people coming in and going out, it's not really a transient market anymore. No, not the same. I'm going to throw you a question, actually, Cap. And... We've not prepared this. It's not in any of our notes. It's just come to my mind now. So for, for people who don't know, with Allsop and Allsop Recruitment, we have an external team that recruits for 
lots of big banks, developers in the market, you know, lots of um, blue chip companies, is that what you call them? Blue chip companies? Yeah, blue chip corporates, global corporates, yeah. And then we have the internal time, the internal team that recruit for Allsop and Allsop. But, and we talk, the reason I'm asking is we're talking about population increase and people's intentions when moving over here. What we're seeing on the external side in terms of companies' recruitment, are, are they ramping up recruitment levels? I've said I think more families are moving over. Are we seeing on the external side people are moving over with their families? Or, well, I would say if we just talk about families internally, definitely a lot more. We're having a lot more questions thrown at us as a recruitment team, which is, okay, I've got a wife, two kids. Actually, my wife's pregnant. What's the situation when she moves over? Could she have the baby here, et cetera, et cetera. So there are lots of questions about families moving here. Yes, more so perhaps than, let's say, two, three, yeah. four years ago, or even pre-pandemic. But from an external perspective, loads of startups. Yeah, which is exciting. Yeah, obviously we've still got the established companies that we work with, but lots and lots of startups. And again, it just comes back to that whole people wanting to have a piece of the action, a piece of the pie. They're setting up their businesses. They want to buy homes. They want to take advantage of an investor visa. But yeah, lots, lots of lots of people moving to Dubai. Yes, but lots of startups. Well, and I think people are encouraged by this couple of years ago now. But there's a couple of unicorn companies mm. in Dubai, which is a company that goes from like cre creation in Dubai, startup in Dubai, and achieve billion dollar yep. uh, valuation. So I think over the years, people are seeing things like that. And it, it does give people a confidence. And also, it's been widely publicized, so I won't cover it too much, but setting up a business is easier. There's less red tape to go through. Um, you don't need, not everyone needs to have a local sponsor anymore. So you can have 100% ownership um, of the company. So yep. the, the government have been really good over the last two or three years in incentivizing more more startups. And with all the wealth that comes into the country, people will start businesses. So, well, people are people are finding that it's a safe haven. Yes, from the physical safety aspect, but also from the perspective of, would you have ever said ten years ago, fifteen years ago, I'm going to go to Dubai and I'm going to set up a business, or I'm going to buy a house? Not not to be negative, but there was probably this element of the unknown. I don't really know Dubai. I don't really know the UAE. Whereas it's it's on the map. It's not going anywhere. And the more it, it it takes center stage in the world, the more people are thinking, well, actually, it is safe, yes, physically, but it's lots of regulation now with regards to financial services, which never really used yeah. to happen. Um, there's lots more mortgage business. In fact, 50, it's almost a 50-50 split, right, in terms of mortgage purchase yeah. versus cash. When I first started seven years ago, if we'd have said 50-50 split, it wasn't. Yeah. It was like 80-20. People were buying with cash and 20% mortgage. So I think generally people are, what do we say, comfortable? Maybe maybe that's the wrong word, but people are comfortable to come here with their families, with their businesses, with their money, and invest. I, yeah, 100%. So I moved over um, 12 and a half years ago. There was no social media. There was social media. I'm not that old. How old? <laughs> <laughs> there was no social media channels like Instagram like today, yeah. where Dubai is there's done so well at projecting itself. And across like documentaries on, uh, I think, Netflix, even the BBC back home, and through social channels, like people, more people every year coming here on holiday. It's yep. easier to come here on holiday. It's more affordable to come on holiday. So people are more and more familiar with Dubai. And it's so much easier now to research coming to Dubai than it was 10 years ago. And yep. even all the Facebook groups and everything else, you can ask questions, get get a feel for it. So I think you're 100% right. It is, it, is, um, it is a lot easier for people to make a decision these days. And then reflecting back against the report, that leads to population increases and that leads to what we're seeing in the, the property market at the moment. So obviously area-wise, we've, we've not really touched, I mean, we've, we've mentioned a couple of areas, but in terms of top transacting areas, do you, 
which, which were they or which are the most popular areas either for sales in fact maybe we could start with sales and then and then go to ratings because one thing again just from a recruitment perspective is we will speak to candidates on the phone and they'll say oh yeah i know the palm i know the marina i know downtown there's more to dubai than the yeah. three areas and actually the more that dubai continues to attract families the more we get the suburbs yeah and actually some of the top performing areas were in the sub so our right? top transacting areas so this is all and all in july uh we have our mainstays like emirates living and arabian ranches which are brilliant communities and they will always be mainstays because of the facilities the location etc etc but the three others making up the top five are the suburbs so we've got uh mira we've okay. got uh, arabian ranches three and we've got villanova Wow. So these are areas that maybe don't trip off people's tongue, like you say, in terms of oh, well, people would over, yeah. over, would they? I, exactly. So, and then on the the apartment side, we've got uh, JBR, which you maybe expect Marina and JLT, which the, the, I mean, the concentration of towers in these places, you got to expect they're going to be high transacting. Similar with downtown, but then green communities come into the the top five for apartments. Uh, yeah, wow. exactly. And most wow. people. Don't know there's that many apartments in green communities. I actually didn't. Yeah. I, knew that, I knew there were some apartments there, but I didn't know there were enough for it to make a, a podium place. They're really good. The layout of them is is superb, like large open spaces. You've got uh, lake-facing ones with huge terraces overlooking the lake. You've got the garden apartments, which are what they sound like. It's like you're in lush gardens. So yep. Really, really good. Well, but again, it's this increased suburbanization, I think the, the word is. Suburbanization. Of, of yeah. Dubai. Yeah. So what we're saying then is generally market is on the up. It's not slowing down. It's actually increasing in terms of transaction numbers. People want a piece of the, the pie. It's like the action. Yeah, it certainly doesn't appear to be. So in July, this is the, the uh, Dubai Land Department data. So moving away from Allsop and Allsop, this is the wider market. 11,101 transactions, which is a 56.46% increase year on year. Wow. 11,000 plus yeah. transactions in one month. In one month. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? Crazy, crazy. Okay, so quick question. Do you think, uh, and I, I'm probably using myself as an example here, do you think people are kicking themselves for not buying? And there's that age-old thing of, oh, yeah, I'll buy when the market comes down. But the market's not coming down. So people have either get on that train and buy now, or you might be waiting forever. Yeah, and I think this is so more so if we talk in an end-user sense. Yep. It's not the time you get into the market, it's the time you spend in the market, yes. if that makes sense. You can always, I've got friends who for 10 years have been talking about buying property and there's always a reason not to, that oh, it's a bit unstable or oh, it's gone up too quickly or we think it's gonna come down. Are we talking specifically about the Dubai market? Or yes, just in, like, in Dubai, okay, but I think uh, probably that mentality mm. exists elsewhere, but in Dubai, so we kind of like, well, if you'd have bought 10 years ago, you'd have been paying off your mortgage for 10 years, and your property has gone up in value over a 10-year period. So you can't look at it, or I personally don't think, and again, especially for NGUs, you can look at things and think, well, we could buy now or we could just wait because it might go down next year, but it might not go down. Yeah. And who's to know? And in, the, in that time, you've spent another year on rent. You don't, you can't do to the house what you want to do. So I, as I get older as well, I see more of an e emotional view to living in a property in terms of, okay, okay you live there, you want to, you want to enjoy life. You want to make it your home. If you want to change the garden to make it how you want it to be, you want to do that. If you want a different you want kitchen, to own it. You, you, want to, you want to put it in and you don't want to live at the, the fear. I've got friends in Dubai as well who have just been, not evicted because they've had the notice and everything, but they've, they've got children in school and the children play with the kids on the street. And look, 
I appreciate not everyone's in a fortunate enough position to, to buy a house, but in this context, we're talking about people who are, they're just making it the decision not to. Yeah. Like you've got to think about all these other like psychological, emotional factors, not just the cold, hard facts of what it could be worth next year. And again, if you hold on to it, it's, it's going to, property markets throughout time have gone up over a 10 to 15 year period. Well, surely that's the like, get a, a, that, what you've just explained there is more of an emotional purchasing cycle, right? But actually, if you just look at it from an, uh, an emotionless transactional perspective, property continues to outperform other asset classes year on year on year. If you were to buy something 20 years ago, it's going to be likely worth more money. It's very unlikely if you bought a property 10, 15 years ago, it's worth less now than when you bought it. I don't think, I don't think, and I, I, I please actually, if, if I am wrong, someone comment or write in and, and let me know I'm wrong, but from the property markets I know of, over a 10 to 15 year period, I don't think properties have been worth less than they were 10 no. or 15 years ago. I think Dubai's, as an expat property market, is what, maybe 20 or 30 years old? Mm-hmm. So it's still, in a, it's still a, an evolving and maturing market as such, but in the UK 10 years ago, property prices were probably 20, 25% less th- nice. than what they are today. And like you say, in any other asset class, you don't get that kind of, you don't get that kind of growth. So our advice to listeners and viewers is if you can afford it, get on the property market. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. uh, yeah, and that's in Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> but I, we obviously think Dubai, but I'd, I'd say that stands true for anywhere in the world. For sure. Really. Yeah. Any, any market, as you said, from a, an asset class perspective, long term, you keep on uh, uh, in, you know, hold of it. What did you say? Uh, it's not when you enter the market, it's the length of time that you not, spend. Yeah, it's not time. It's not the time you enter the market, it's the time you spend in the market because that's, that's where you see the growth and the compound gains and, and everything else. One final thing, and we, we did touch on it earlier on, but just in terms of nationality, um, for us as a, a, a real estate agency, we continue to um, monitor the demographics of the people that buy properties, right? And consistently, British buyers, British expat buyers are among number one yep. most of the time. Do you think that because the British way is to purchase a property, whereas in other parts of the world, there's not necessarily as much onus on buying, whereas in the UK, from the UK, it's always encouraged, yeah. you must buy property. Yeah. But actually in parts of the um, continent or even uh, uh, no, other parts of the world, there's not that focus on buying. Do you think that has a positive effect on the Dubai market? Yeah, in terms of the Brits that move over. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you, are, you are right. It is kind of a... Um, from a young age, although it's not directly spoken about like this, it's an aspirational thing in life, isn't it? That you think, oh, you're going to grow up, get a job and buy a house. And it's just part of your most people's roadmaps when they're growing up in the UK in terms of when they think, they might not know what job they want to do, but they think, oh, yeah, we'll buy a house one day. They want to have a and, house. And everything else. But I, don't, I mean, in terms of the top five, um, and I actually don't know the psychology, I'm not going to pretend to, in Italy and France, but in the top five, we've got Italians and, and mm. French nationals uh, buying property in Dubai, so... I think a lot of people, like you said, are, are, for all the reasons we spoke about, taking that decision to to jump on the property ladder. And choosing to invest in what is now fast become an established, safe marketplace from a real estate perspective. And actually, there was an article not so long ago where it said that the UAE and Dubai specifically had overtaken other more established economies from a real estate perspective, transaction-wise. Yeah, crazy. But what you find Good, crazy well, good. <laughs> Brits coming out. We have a lot of Brits coming over from London, for example. Mm who think that the property prices are, are incredible. Like, well, so it's good what, what, surely, yeah. surely from somebody coming from an established marketplace like a New York or Paris or London, to come here, it's good value. You get a lot more <laughs> for your money, yeah. 
space-wise, you know, the the size of the, the the apartments and the and the villas and the townhouses as well that you get, you can only go on Booking.com when you're going on holiday. You book a hotel room in New York or Paris, it's a postage stamp. Yeah. You book a hotel room here in Dubai, you can have a junior suite. Yeah. Interesting. So what we're saying to people then that are listening and watching uh, this at home or at work is that the market is in a very good place. Yeah. The the market specifically for Allsop and Allsop is continually on the up. And actually, it shows no sign of slowing down. No, not yet. I mean, hopefully we're not sat here in <laughs> three or four weeks in August and say, oh, what's, what, we've fallen off a cliff. But it doesn't appear to be like Unlikely. that. We, we can caveat the day to it's July, it's one month. But last month's podcast, uh, we did on the first half of the year. And for the first half of the year, the, the data showed yep. the, the same trajectory. So on the up. Up oh, seems good. Amazing. Cam, thanks once again. It's been a pleasure to have this chat with you. Likewise. You guys uh, watching have all enjoyed it. And again, like I say, if we've said something you don't agree with, let us know. If you like more clarity, let us know. If you'd like us to look at any data or any particular subject more in depth, uh, also let us know. In the meantime, if you just, if you could follow us, uh, like us, subscribe to us, all the usual stuff, then it'd be very much appreciated. Until next time, bye-bye. Cheers, guys.